Spanish Premier League. From the man you read. Sure Brazilian name, Fred. From the Socceroos. To the latest round ball news. From Harry Kuehl's tattoo. To Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Arriba! Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai Ailey. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name's Carlos Alberto Diego, and with me today is Rodrigo Rodriguez, Cactus Chris Couch, and Warren Diego. We are, of course, the self-appointed luminaries of world football across the country. Rodrigo, what have we got in the show for this this night? Well, Carlos, tonight we share a special soft sombrero moment with a man who's brought beautiful football to Brizzy, gay abandon to Gimpy, and a snap <laughs> in the shorts to Sunnybank South, Brisbane Raw coach Ange Postacoglu. And Warren talks about the misunderstood Wayne Rooney and the unloved Carlos Tevez in his EPL rap. Thank you, Rodrigo. Rodrigo talks why Adelaide can't beat victory and why motocross and football don't mix in his A-League news flash and the latest hot topics from the world of football including the sad passing of the Nostradamus of Neptune, <laughs> Paul the football tipping octopus. Cactus keeps us abreast of our World Cup bid hopes. There's the Aussies abroad now, global news and much, much more. So all you sensitive hooligans out there, hang on your sombreros. Coming up, it's an A-League wrap with Rodrigo Rodriguez asking the question, is Adelaide United officially Melbourne Victory's bunny? So stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos Alberto Diego, Rodrigo Rodriguez, Cactus Chris Couch and Warren Diego on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every Sunday night for your dose of world football Diego style. Coming up, it's a UK rap with Warren talking about the unloved and homesick Carlos Tevez and the misunderstood and horny Wayne Rooney. But first, let's talk A-League football with Rodrigo. Look, let's start with some of the scores. Uh, it was a double-header hit weekend over there at the Sydney Football Stadium. A double shot. Sydney FC and Brisbane Raw played out a one-all draw and Central Coast Mariners thrashed. I've got to say, thrashed the club in crisis, Perth Glory, in front of 10,746 people. And at uh, Etihad Stadium, Melbourne Victory defeated Adelaide United, their bogey team, 2-1 in front of 16,269 people. Interesting results there. And let's let's go straight to the Melbourne Victory and Adelaide game. And let's talk about Adelaide. I'd planned to do a really positive piece on Adelaide uh, <laughs> before uh, Friday night's game. But the 10-game losing streak to Melbourne Victory continues. And I've got to say, there's a sports psychologist somewhere in Adelaide earning a stack of money. So what's wrong with Adelaide? Well, Rodrigo, I think that Adelaide are full of nice guys. You don't win things with kids and you don't think win things with nice guys. And that's what that team's full of. When uh, when you talk about Adelaide compared to Melbourne Victory, there's a lot of badness in Victory. Bad guys. And there's good guys in Adelaide. That's why they don't beat Victory. This is reasonably typical of you, Carlos, <laughs> looking to sensationalise something that's quite trivial, really. If you look at the game, if you're able to analyse the game, Carlos, which you probably can't do that well, oh, that's a bit <laughs> Adelaide... Actually, Adelaide were pretty unlucky not to get a point out of that game. Matthew Leckie was absolutely killed, really. Not really. It we're, was we're actually ridiculous. talking about a 10-game losing streak, ineptitude, absolute uh, softness to the highest degree when we're talking about Adelaide versus Melbourne. Victor, we're not talking about the game on the weekend. You're living in we're the past, talking about You are living in your own little football fantasy move, land, Warren, as you forward. always do. Move forward. I think softness Adelaide... and good guys don't win things. They come from the city of churches... 
and nothing bad comes out of the city of churches. You've got to say, they have got a good team this year. They've been playing good football, haven't they? Marcos uh, Cristiano Flores. Nice guy. Sergio Van Dyke. Nice guy. Matthew Leckie. Nice guy. Nice young guy who's a kid who can't win things. Injured guy. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Geez, I hope he really... I hope he hasn't done his ACL, I've got to say. My thoughts are with Matthew Leckie, who the guy guy, uh, knocked back a Borussia Mönchengladbach offer and they play in the Bundesliga to stay with his mates in Adelaide. Nice guy, and that's that... why they won't win things. Rodrigo, let's move on. Of course, you're listening to the 40 Diego's across Australia. Now, Rodrigo, of course, uh, uh, some uh, shenanigans going on with the ground in Newcastle this week. Well, Energy Australia Stadium is the stadium that resembled a cow paddock after a motocross event was held at the venue two weeks prior to a Newcastle Jets A-League game against uh, North Queensland Fury. In fact, North Queensland were told mid-air, from, uh, <laughs> flying from Townsville to Newcastle, that the game was cancelled. That is disastrous. And New South Wales government had to tip in 500 grand to get this fixed. And I'm pointing the finger at Newcastle Knights, the new NRL club. Warren, are you going to defend Newcastle and their behaviour on this one? Look, the one thing I will say, Carlos, it's really disappointing the circumstances in which this happened. But taking a game for Newcastle to a place like Port Macquarie shouldn't be a bad thing. In fact, bringing the game, it's disappointing that it happened this way. But my understanding, Carlos, is it was Lubo's last run (laughs) on the motocross box that really tore the ground up before then it was okay. Yeah, you justifying as always Newcastle. You're a Newcastle boy from way back. Thanks very much, Rodrigo Rodriguez. Fantastic A-League rap. Coming up, it's a UK rap with Warren talking about the real Wayne Rooney and why Carlos Tevez gets no love. Stick around. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Arriba! Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. The Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're on the Four Diego's across Australia. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us an email at diego's at fourdiegos.com. That's diego's at f-o-u-r-d-i-e-g-o-s.com. Coming up, it's a special soft sombrero moment with Brisbane Raw coach Ange Postacoglu. But first, let's talk EPL football. Warren? What have you learnt about the EPL this season? Well, Carlos, it's interesting. We're almost a third of the way through the season. I think we're coming up for round 12 in the EPL. We know they play 38 games in a season. And I was thinking back, I'm often accused of not knowing much, particularly by you, and I'm a little bit worried about bringing this topic up because we've got... You is Carlos Alberto Diego. You're pointing the finger at me. I've got Cactus the know-it-all Manchester United fan with us. But what have I learnt about the season so far? First of all, I'm going to say... Wayne Rooney, I think he's misunderstood, Carlos. (laughs) Myself, I think we've learnt that Wayne Rooney's misunderstood, that the media manipulated true, deep, loving feelings for Manchester United, and he was just misquoted and misinterpreted. That's the first thing I've learnt. That shows that you know nothing about uh, EPL football. You've learnt nothing, really, by saying that uh, giving any kudos at all to Wayne Rooney and even his father figure, his surrogate father figure in Sir Alex Ferguson, that was a plan. And Cactus, you were all over this. Uh, You had a chat to me about this. I did. I wrote a blog for our website all about this that I have a funny feeling that earlier on in the season Sir Alex and Wayne Rooney got together yeah and uh, conjured up a plan yeah. to get some money out of the Glazers because, let's face it, over the past couple of seasons, they've spent nothing on players, really. Yep. No world-class players. Yep. Uh, young players with a lot of potential, but now they've got £80 million pounds to £100 million pounds over the next two transfer windows to spend big. So, Warren, that's substance. Well that opinion is substance, and that man's learnt something. And yep. I, when I say that man, Cactus Chris Couch, yep. the prickly one. What else have I learnt, Carlos? Recycle <laughs> managers don't work. That's one thing I've learnt. Yeah. Include Roy Hodgson in that. I've also learnt 
West Ham will go down this oh, year, yeah, Carlos. Yeah, and you, and Liverpool will be coming down all the way with us. West too. Ham will go down. <laughs> Promotion and relegation is good for football. Even though West Brom shouldn't be sitting back comfortably and saying we're okay because it's been done before. Burnley will prove that. I think promotion and relegation is good for football. Also, Man City can't win the title. Arsenal can't win the title. And Man U can't win the title, Carlos. That's what I've learnt as well so far in the season. I've learnt that managers and players, not learnt, but it's had, it's been reinforced in me today that managers and players are arrogant. And uh, after Nani's goal this morning and the response from Harry Redknapp, who we all love. We love Harry. We love his twitch. We love the players. We really do. But their response to Nani's goal, blaming the referee for Gomez's brain snap, that's what I've learnt. I've also learnt that no matter how many goals he scores, no matter how many people he sucks up to, no one will ever love Carlos Tevez. You know what I've learnt? I've learnt uh, Warren's gone soft. He has. Absolutely gone soft. Carlos Tevez is the best player in the EPL at the moment. Uh, X-Man you player, by the way, to their Cactus Chris Couch. Wasn't good enough to hang around. <laughs> Thanks very much there, Warren. A terrific EPL rap. Uh, coming up, it's Cactus and a story about kidnapping, extortion and freaky family stuff. Paraguayan football style. So stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the 40 Diego's. Triple M. Rise with the Wellington Phoenix. Get Gold Coast United. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Cactus, what's the latest in Paraguayan football? Yeah, big story, Carlos. Uh, Paraguayan defender leader Mamol, he, he said he was left disturbed. Uh, his sister Perla <laughs> faked her own kidnapping and demanded $40,000 ransom money. Now, over the years of the Four Diego's, we've talked a lot about kidnappings in <laughs> South American football yeah. and players having to fly back and pay cash and then go back to their clubs. Well, on this occasion, uh, the sister Perla, she disappeared for four days. Yeah. And then everyone was worried. Everyone was the worried. The family was worried. Police were involved. Cash was uh, yeah. was put together in a, in unmarked bills in a <laughs> in a briefcase. And then she just reappeared and she put her hand up and said, "Sorry, I've made the whole thing up." Oh, it's amazing. But uh, Mamal, the defender, he's uh, he's he said he's glad he's safe. But it was a stupid idea. But the police don't think it was such a stupid idea, and they are going to take some serious action against the sister. What a Perla. <laughs> Apparently, the brother is now paying someone $40,000 to kidnap her. <laughs> she yeah. had an issue with her name, Carla. Perla LaMole. Now, you can't live with that for too long. Mamole. <laughs> Thank you very much, Cactus. Chris Couch, a magnificent Paraguayan football update. Coming up, it's more of Cactus on Ben Buckley and Frank Lowy wheeling and dealing in Zurich in his World Cup bid update across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. This is the Four Diego's Across Australia with Carlos Alberto Diego, Rodrigo Rodriguez, Cactus Chris Couch and Warren Diego. You can join us right here every Sunday night for your dose of world football Diego style. Coming up, we have a very special soft sombrero moment with Brisbane coach Ange Postacoglu. But first, Cactus, what's the update on our World Cup bid? Yeah, big news, Carlos. Uh, FFA boss Ben Buckley, he's been over in Zurich. He addressed a, an audience packed full of very influential figures in FIFA and apparently it was, uh, it was a pretty impressive performance. 
went for 30 minutes. I've got a couple of little excerpts here. Uh, he says, football has been growing rapidly in Australia and hosting the World Cup in 2022 will be like putting a turbocharger on the growth of the game and hearing of, uh, and leaving a very significant footprint for the game. Uh, he also said uh, of the World Cup in Australia, it'll be fully sick. And at the end, uh, he led Blatter and Co in a rendition of Aussie, 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 oi, 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 just yeah, in case yeah. uh, they didn't get what was going on. But uh, those last two bits might have been made up. But the putting the turbocharger on the growth of the game, very nice. Apparently, Frank uh, met uh, 11 uh, FIFA executives, uh, special one-on-one meetings. And uh, apparently the Westfield Shopping Centre's The Gifts didn't work <laughs> last week. So he's gone for the Australian icons now. Apparently, he's offering... Shagging wagons. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he's offering the likes of Mick Gatto to sort out some world problems in uh, certain areas around the world. Bert Newton, wagons. apparently, the host of Logies in uh, North Korea, too. And there was a private teleconference for the two FIFA executives <laughs> currently in a salt mine in Siberia, Carlos. <laughs> Does the man ever sleep? He yeah. flew to Zurich from the moment he got off the plane. He was in 11 meetings. They've been behind closed doors doing all the, not deals, but, uh, you know, uh, talking to all the FIFA delegates about why the World Cup should come to Australia. They'll be doing deals, Cactus. I want to know, why are there so many presentations? Of course, there's another presentation that's going to happen on December the 1st. What's that presentation all about? Why was there a presentation this week and another one uh, in a couple of weeks' time? It's well known, Rodrigo, that these FIFA executives have short attention spans. <laughs> yes. And they, they need to be reminded over and yeah. over. And apparently and it, it's all about different PowerPoint presentations too. <laughs> well, they can be reminded by cash as well. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, right. well, allegedly, Cactus. We don't want to well, go yeah, down no, that no, track. True, no, true. Allegedly. They, uh, the, two, uh, the two fellows will be found out whether they've uh, actually done it. Well, Knowing FIFA, we won't actually know whether they've done it or not, but there'll be a decision made uh, sometime in November. And then uh, December 1, we've got another presentation to do, which which will be very, very key. Now, Cactus, we haven't had your opinion. Will we get the bid uh, accepted uh, on December the 2nd? Yeah, we will. We will? I'm very, very confident that Australia will win the 2022 race. Rodrigo? I'm not sure, Carlos. (laughs) I'm undecided. (laughs) As always. I'm worried about the time zone. Well, can I just say about the time zone that... 70% 70% of the world's population will be in the Asian corridor that we're in in 2022. Where the people are, that's where the dollars are. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Warren, quickly. Are we going to get it or not? Of course we will, Carlos. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Uh, you're the optimistic one. I don't know. I'm worried to tell you the truth. But anyway, thanks very much, uh, Cactus Chris Couch, and your update on the World Cup bid. Coming up, it's a very special soft sombrero moment with Ange Postacoglu, so stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos Alberto Diego, Rodrigo Rodriguez, Cactus Chris Couch and Warren Diego on the Four Diego's across Australia. Coming up, Warren talks about the sad passing and good eating of Paul, the football-tipping octopus. But first, the Diego's love beautiful football and the one team in the A-League, Brisbane Roar, is playing it in spades this season. Joining us today is their coach. Please, a big Four Diego's welcome to Brisbane Roar coach, Ange Postacoglu. G'day uh, to you there, Ange. Yeah, g'day, guys. How are you? Very, very well, mate. Let's get straight into it. I'm Carlos Alberto Diego. To win is important, but to win beautiful for the four Diegos is the ultimate. And that's what your team is doing more often than not this season. For a bloke, with all due respect, is at best ruggedly handsome as yourself. How did uh, you inject that beauty into the Brisbane team this season? Uh, yeah, look, um, obviously, uh, you know, it's an evolution of things. I mean, I'm a lover of good football as well, and uh, you kind of 
have all these visions in your head about how you want to do things. And you know, I got the opportunity here at Brisbane to to build something, and I was allowed to do it the way I wanted to. And yeah, so far it's going well. It's, it's I'd call it beautiful, frustrating football at the moment because we're we're not bagging as many goals as I'd like. But uh, I look, no complaints. The players are, are playing some good stuff and enjoying it. As you know, that the media uh, are all powerful, all knowing. We know everything in the media, and we're so powerful, in fact, that uh, in 2006, SBS commentator Craig Foster demanded your resignation from the Young Socceroos on air. Now, uh, the Diego's are pretty powerful themselves, I'm here to tell you. We're expecting you today to accept a five-year extension to your Brisbane contract. <laughs> Firstly, Ange, do you accept the uh, contract extension? And have you had a call from Fozzie recently? No, no, no. no. As I did back then, mate, I don't, uh, I don't decide my future on, uh, on the live media. And I was part of the media for a little while, so I'm a bit careful about how I uh, I speak about them. So, um, no, look, it's all good, mate. We, we dealt with that a long time ago. And, uh, you know, look, that's, that's a game I'm in. And uh, I accepted that a long time ago. You, you do well, you, you know, everyone's paying on your back. If you don't, you get the wax around the head. And uh, provided neither uh, affects you too much, uh, you know, you'll last a long time. So, uh, yeah, no, it's all good. You're listening to a special soft sombrero moment with the Brisbane Raw coach, Ange Postacoglu, on the 40 Diego's across Australia. Uh, Ange, it's Carlos again, mate. So we know you run your training sessions there at Brisbane with an iron fist, mate. Uh, we know that everything that happens on the field is meticulously planned and rehearsed. So I just wondered how that love boat celebration uh, came about a couple of weeks ago. Did you have anything to do with that? Did you sit there with the boys and plan it? And, uh, you know, the Diego's noticed that Maspadoka particularly loved being on top of, uh, or straddling, uh, Serge Van Dyke in that celebration. Yes, uh, mate, I had absolutely nothing to do with it and I started an investigation where they actually found the time to do it because I make sure I know what they're doing all the time and uh, apparently there was a gym session where uh, our conditioning coach turned his back for five minutes and they, and they came up with it. But uh, no, fair play with the boys. They're, they're obviously enjoying their football and their crowd enjoy it. I, I've told them to pick their moments though because, um, you know, it hates for it uh, to go all awry after, uh, after a celebration like that and we didn't win a game of football. Many football pundits around Australia are saying that the current, you know, the Aussie stars in Harry Kuehl, Tim Cale and Lucas Neal are almost gone in terms of their age, so the golden generation is over. As a former national youth coach, do you agree with that? Well, no, it just astounds me how people can make that, that assumption when they haven't been given the opportunity. I mean, we, we'll never know. We can't know at the moment how good some of the younger generation are because they have, they're not playing, you know. And I know people sort of reflect back on, you know, a lot of these younger guys aren't playing regularly at club football, but... You know, I don't think that that should be a stumbling block to them getting an opportunity at national team level. And, uh, you know, look, I've, I've coached most of the next gen, well, 90% of the next generation's coming through. And, you know, they had a tough time of a transition of NSL to A-League and, you know, a lot of upheaval in Australian football. But there's some very talented young footballers around the place. And I think once they're given an opportunity, I think it might surprise a few people just how you know, good the players are that are coming through. Well, good on you, Ange. Thanks for joining us today. Good luck with the rest of the season. Uh, you're playing some beautiful football, and don't forget the Diego's are always behind you, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I've sold the support all the way through, boys. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Ange. That was a special sauce and bromo with Brisbane Raw coach Ange Postacoglu. Next up, Warren talks about the sad death of one of the stars of the 2010 World Cup in South Africa for the football tipping Octopus. <laughs> this is the 40 Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the 40 Diego's on Triple M. Warren, the football world received some sad news this week. It is with a heavy heart, Carlos, that I announced the passing of Paul the Octopus. <laughs>
And I'm disappointed. And can I say, I want to get the tone of this correct. Yeah. He was an icon it of was. world football yeah. who took the world by storm during the World Cup. Now, I know Cactus has been on the internet looking, researching and finding all the jokes about Paul, and I don't want it to become a segment like that. <laughs> there is no truth to the rumour, however, that Sepp Blatter had an issue with him because he had his tentacles in too many halls of power at FIFA. He did pass naturally, Carlos, and he will be buried whole, just for your information. Fantastic, Warren. Look, for me, it was he was a victim of the cash for calamari culture <laughs> in world football today. I'm just worried he saw it coming. Yeah, <laughs> did he see it coming? Well, the other thing, of course, is that uh, while we're all very sad at the passing, there's one man who isn't Maradona. Yeah. And I want to just say, uh, and I quote, this is from Maradona, the man himself, I'm happy Happy you're gone, psychic octopus. It's your fault we lost the World Cup. Yeah, apparently he was heard to say calamari fritzy all, all round for everyone. <laughs> They're on him. Paul will be remembered. He will get the FIFA Personality of the Year award at yeah. whatever gala presentation they have. It'll be pity that he'll be eaten as well. Commiserations to Paul and his family from the 40 Diego's. But mm. thanks very much, Warren. A very, very sad occasion for world football this week. Next up, we talk Joey's in Uzbekistan and Matilda's in Germany with Rodrigo Rodriguez. So stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the 40 Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Rodrigo, our kiddies and our women did us proud on the world scene this week. And they have been doing us proud over the last couple of months or so, Carlos. Let's talk about the Qantas Joeys. Now, they're not to be confused with the Maltese national team, <laughs> the Air Gozo Joeys. <laughs> They play all over the world. Now, let's talk about the Qantas Joeys. They've just competed in the AFC Under-16 Championship and they've recorded a scoreless draw with Japan in Tashkent, of all places, in <laughs> Uzbekistan. And that means they're now through to the quarterfinals, which is a fantastic performance for the boys. And, uh, of course, that means that they are looking to qualify for the uh, FIFA Under-17 World Cup in 2011. There's uh, no such thing as the end of the golden generation, Warren. With these kiddies coming through, there's something to be proud of. No, Carlos, and um, hopefully they'll be around long enough to continue to hear us on the air. <laughs> well, they're in the quarterfinals, they're playing against the United Arab Emirates, so uh, always a tough game. I mean, there's some great countries in this, of course. There's Japan. Australia and Japan go through in Group C, and uh, the Koreas are doing well again, and Iraq's in there as well, Carlos. This is uh, a fantastic opportunity for some of these Asian teams to uh, play in a big tournament. It's a cosmopolitan uh, world of football these days, isn't it, Rodrigo? Football is the world language. It's polyglot, Carlos. <laughs> fantastic. Is that a good word? Fear is a great motivator for the Koreans, <laughs> can I say. No, I don't think the golden generation is over at all, uh, as we heard from Ange Postacoglu as well. Now, let's go on to the Matildas, and their Kentucky tour continues uh, of the world. They started in South Korea. They lost in the uh, final there, but they've uh, played in a friendly in Wolfsburg in Germany against the uh, world champion Fraulein's. They lost 2-1 uh, after going up 1-0 to a fantastic goal by Samantha Kerr. We sent you over there, Warren, uh, to see the girls play. Yeah, I was in row Z, Carlos. Thanks for that, and in the back of the plane, but I did enjoy the game, and it was actually a really exciting game. They're going places, and our friend Lisa, she's going very well. Lisa Devanish, very good player. Fantastic. Before we leave, uh, Rodrigo, and uh, say goodbye to our listeners, Cactus, we have a special birthday uh, celebration uh, going on this weekend. Well, it's a big day. We are the four Diegos named after the greatest player of all, Diego mm -hmm. Maradona. Yesterday, it was his 50th birthday, and oh. he said, and I quote another Maradona quote for us today, it was the saddest birthday of his life. Yeah, and it wasn't because Paul 
the octopus died. Yeah, no, he was very happy about that. Thanks very much there, Cactus. Thanks, uh, Rodrigo. Thanks, Warren. Remember, for your dose of world football every week, tune into the 40 goes right here every Sunday night. You can podcast the show and listen to the uh, special Soft Sombrero moment with Ange Postacoglu at uh, 40agos.com. And if you want to get in touch with the Diegos, drop us an email at diegos at 40agos.com. So remember, Rodrigo. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out. We'll be there. Wherever you samba, rumba and la bamba. We'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their heads and balls at their feet. We'll, we'll be there. Wherever Gringos play football. We'll, we'll be, be there. there. We are the Diegos. Olé. Olé.